nothing can go right today. Nothing can go right. You know, right. <laughs> I, I was just I was just telling Lauren that I'm not a very so a superstitious person normally. Black cat crossing the road, don't care. Ladders going under ladders, don't care. This Leafs team, this stream tonight started off with a mute mic. Started off with a, with a crap showing. This is the second year in a row that I've been excited for a Leafs Halloween game. Halloween being one of my favorite my favorite holidays in the year. I get dressed up. I'm excited. I have my banana costume. You love it. Everyone loves it. And then they do this. Oh, why do I put like on the costume? Why don't I just put on a black, a paper bag over my head? You know, you could just wear like SDPN merch obsessively like I do. And it sounds like you're not superstitious, but maybe you're beginning to come a little stitious. Yeah, I, I, a little bit, maybe a lot. This is the second game or the second Halloween game in, in two years. That we had this crap. Like, I'm, I'm just going to pull up a picture. Lauren, if you're on YouTube, you'll see this in a couple seconds. Oh, no. This was me and Armand last year. Where I was Leafs... watching that stream. Yeah, we, we blew a 3-1 lead to Anaheim. A team that was on a seven-game losing streak. <laughs> that was us. You, you, you yeah. want me to recreate that? I can recreate that. All right. No. Do that. <laughs> you know what? For posterity's sake... Maybe this is like the Freaky Friday thing, right? It's the Freaky Friday effect. You need to just, yeah, this is good. This is what we need. So, <laughs> Harnish, you sad little banana. My goodness. Welcome to the game over. Uh, we have a banana split over on the bed. Um, I'm Lauren. Harn the depressed banana is Harnish. Thank you for being here on your Halloween. Uh, I'm sorry that you had to watch that game. I'm sorry that we had to watch that game and now we have to talk about it. I mean, the good thing is, is there's lots to talk about because they were so bad. So bad. I stopped so making bad. notes. And I can't believe I'm smiling right now. Like 10 minutes ago, I was sitting on my couch, Harnish, and I was seriously, you know, when you just hold your face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I was doing. Just and despair, then I was right? Like, okay, here we Like the game didn't even end. And I like, opened my drawer and pulled out the microphone. I had to put my stuff away because my cat is a psychopath. <laughs> so I'm like, the game is still going. And I'm like, there's four minutes left. I don't care. Nothing's going to happen because even though it was 4-1, there was just no way that the Leafs were going to pull anything good out of that game. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. It was just bad. It was bad. It, the, the, the puck management was bad. The power play was really, really, really bad. Uh, all of our skaters were bad. All of the ice was really bad. I don't know how many players fell over tonight. It was at least half a dozen. Yeah. At least half a dozen. Um, and it was just bad. And it's, 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 I'm picking hair off of my microphone because I'm so upset about how game, how bad <laughs> this game was and how bad they played. And that the fact that people paid to be there tonight, some people, you know what some people did? I wanted to just like fester on this for like one second. Mm -hmm. A couple of parents at some point bought their kids tickets and they're like, kids, we're not going trick-or-treating. You don't get a pillowcase full of candy. Nope. You get to go watch the Leafs take a crap on center ice. Like they were, to quote Rachel Dory, they were butt cheeks. Okay. Sad, old, saggy, old man butt cheeks tonight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, it was so bad. I think Steve had so a, had a great tweet to uh, sum up this whole game. He said, this game is the most disconnected, joyless, purposeless nonsense 
that they've played in a long time. Sorry if you were in the building for this. Uh, I, I dressed up for this. Lauren, we made notes on this. We were forced to watch this game. This sucks for us too. This sucks. I didn't for... even get to the bottom of my page. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, I wrote I down. Didn't get to the bottom of the page. <laughs> on my page, I the first two periods, I had notes on it. After the second half, that 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 second period, it's just crap. The Leafs scored. They they got scored on again. Oh look, Tavares. He was able to get one back. At least we didn't get shut yeah. out. Uh, yes, but we continue crap. this streak. That's the only good thing that came from this game is we have continued the streak of not getting shut out in like 157 games or something stupid. That's the only positive thing we can say about this game. Well, I actually, there is another streak. There is another streak. Nylander, they, that Tavares good. goal, they gave Nylander an assist. So technically, he took the lead, he took the uh, the record in Leafs history for nine games to start did the season. Did they actually with, change that? Because change I thought it. by the end they didn't. They did change it. So there, there's one positive. Hey, look at that. Well done. We get a little cookie for our pain and suffering, eh? Nick has the best comment in the chat right now a halloween horror show yeah it is what you're here for happy halloween <laughs> welcome to game over we're so happy you're here i'm so glad you didn't have to go to the game and if you went to the game i'm sorry but they should be more sorry like we could oh i can't imagine paying for a game and going and it's like that like yeah well i mean the, let's, the, let's talk about the game let's exactly. talk about the game should we do that yes the first goal of the game it, it, can it be more horrifying <laughs> than a guy, twenty-seven years old, played eighty-eight uh, games in the in the NHL and over this, multiple years? Yeah, this was the game where he gets his first goal in his NHL career. I mean, well done, brother! You got your first goal. I'm really happy for you. It just sucks that it has to be against the Leafs. <laughs> Is that not the most Leafs way to 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 have your first goal or whatever it, it, against any? It had to be the Leafs, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, something ridiculous was born to born bound to happen tonight. It was either going to be something like this, or like Trevor Moore gets like a Gordie Howe hat trick or an actual hat trick. I mean, Philip Deneau also scored. We're going to talk about that. Not that we have to wait long after the first goal for the second goal to happen. Less than three minutes later, like, ugh. yeah, yep. And right off the beginning of the game, what happens? Leafs get a power play. Mm -hmm. what happens in that power play nothing 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 nope. zero sustained zone time isn't that crazy and do you know why do you know do you know why i think they're what might be a contributing factor to mm -hmm. that tell me i i you know there's a little it feels like there's a little itch in the back of my cranium because it feels like there's something that i always talk about that They've done again, and I just can't put my finger on it, but I think it might have to be about their zone entry decision type. Drop back, pass? Hmm? Yeah. Did, did I like hit the it? Double? Mm -hmm. the, yeah. the double? Mm. Yep. Mm. It's mm. almost like trying to get all five of your guys across the blue line at the exact same time isn't going to work a lot of the time. And when you're playing against a game against a team like the Kings, uh, dumping and chasing is not going to work. Mm -hmm. And they did not adapt at any point throughout the game. Like the Leafs got how many penalties? Four? Yeah. At least three. They got one, two, three, four, five. Five. Yeah. Five. How many, how much time did they get off of like sustained zone pressure time did they got get off of a double drop back entry tonight? Zero. Mm -hmm. Zero. Now, part of that, credit where credit's due, the Kings have excellent stick management. 
But like that should be on your pre-scouting report, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially like, for a they team. have people that do that. Yeah, yeah, and especially w- w- the Leafs are the sixth best team in the league in terms of power play. Like they they have the sixth most power play goals with nine, right? Th- this is our bread and butter so far this season and to get shut out the way that they have i mean i know that the kings are a great team they're a fantastic team but what i am looking at is effort right like how many times did we see one of our guys falling on the ice mishandling a puck not create not um not completing passes like that was the the entire story of that first period just no puck completion no like sustained pressure like you were saying and just no effort it was just it was just a a wet fart that we saw on display especially that first period and coming back from a road trip a five-game road trip the longest road trip of the season you had a fantastic road trip we were like three one and one you're back home in your barn you're back home with your fans that are that are missing you, loving you, tr- cheering you guys on, and you put on such a bad performance that they are booing you at the end of the first period. How crazy yeah. is that? Like and like they had a good road trip. Like they didn't win as many as we had hoped they would, but three one and one for the first road trip of the year is not bad. Mm-hmm. It's better than I think any of us really expected. I always expect them to come home like two two and one. That's what I was expecting. So I was pleasantly surprised when they had three wins. But like you said, you, they come home, you know, you get to sleep in your own bed. You would think that that would have a positive effect, but it was like, it's the amount of effort that was being put in by the Kings, the the almost like borderline desperation, but controlled desperation, Yeah. right? There's the controlled desperation and frantic desperation, which is where the Leafs were for 50 five minutes of the game that's a really good point like controlled controlled and then chaotic just panic right even though it seems like it's a fine line or maybe double line if you're talking about like a hockey blade kind of scale like the difference between the two was astronomical like tonight the leafs did not look like a playoff team oh yeah forget about a playoff team they they did not look like a top half the league team and the going into the game tonight, the Leafs are five two and one to start the season. The Kings are four two and two. Like we're almost identical, and now we will be basically identical. Oh, they have one more overtime loss than us, <laughs> but they'll they'll be tied in wins. They're tied in regular losses. Like they're and they played so much better. They skated circles around the Leafs tonight. They mm-hmm. played circles. They passed circles. Their goal scoring, their communication, the placement of the players where they knew that they were going to be, there was no disconnection. I don't know how many passes John Klingberg tried to make tonight to fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and you to, Oh, sorry. You, no, don't like you you talked about this these these bad plays that they're just not thinking. Like the first two goals, right? The England goal realistically that's a bad shot that's a bad backhand shot that that wool should be stopping and would have stopped if it wasn't for for geo making a dive and play to get a stick on it yeah. i feel like you just trust your guy at that point because he's like um england's already at a very bad angle he's gonna be taking a backhand all wool has to do is just cover up that that corner just cover up the post. That's all you have to do. I don't understand why he had to dive, get a stick in there, and just create a deflection. It just does not make sense. 
I I don't understand. Yeah, do you have a do you have a point on that? Uh, that I have angler? so many. <laughs> it's so hard, <laughs> right? Like, let it out, let it out. <laughs> because I, I don't I don't blame that goal on Joseph Will at all. Like yeah. he, there was nothing he could do, mm-hmm. and I do think that it wasn't a very good choice by Geo to try and make the diving stop. Now, having said that, it's worked in the past where it goes into the corner, the pucks the Leafs recover, they can go the other way. Great. Okay. Um, the problem with that is that it another example of a panic, uncontrolled desperation play from Mark Giordano. The puck is going towards my net. We are already down by one goal. Like, oh no, that that, that was, was the first goal. goal. That was the first goal. Sorry, it was. But even though it was only their first goal, they still seemed desperate. Exactly. Like again, the panic, desperate. Just because in the first five ten minutes of the game, the Kings were playing really strong. They were getting, they were hard on the boards. They were getting in the way. They were, they had good sticks. Like I don't know how many times I'm going to say good sticks about the Kings tonight, <laughs> but they just, it was, they overwhelmed the Leafs and they couldn't find time. They couldn't find space. They couldn't hold the puck. They couldn't make a pass. It was. It was like it was like in Space Jam when the monsters come in and they they use the basketball and they take the basketball's power like their power. That's what it looked like tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And like we look at that second goal, the Philip Deneau goal, and just how you said taking the power. I mean, they might have taken uh, Reeves' sight because <laughs> Reeves was so caught off guard where yeah. was he looking what was he trying to do he was guarding absolutely nobody Nothing. so on that play Gregor breaks a stick he's trying to defend without a stick as soon as he has a chance he bolts to the to the bench to grab a, a replacement stick and in this time Reeves is just so bamboozled has no idea how to react to this situation to something he's uncomfortable with and he just gives all the space in the world to Dano. He was literally parked in front of our goalie with no other no other Kings player around at all. He he's just like, do you need to tell him how to play the game of hockey? You're a professional. You've played this game for how long? Get a man. What are you looking around for? Reeves has hurt itself in its confusion. <laughs> <laughs> My God. That was one of the worst things I've seen in so long. Yeah, is yeah, like the tonight was, like I will say, Bertuzzi looked better tonight playing with Tavares. He looked, he looks like he's continuing to take steps, which is yeah, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. But like, Klingberg's not getting better. <laughs> and I didn't think that he was. Listen, I don't think that he's Eric Carlson or anything like that. We knew that his flaws were what they were when he was signed. And it's times like this where I'm like, so when do we trade him? Because it's just not working. Yeah. It's not. I, I mean, it's even not. like his offensive side, he's there's so many times where you see him have some some stupid play and he's just not able to to get a a uh, a rush going or he he stops a player or whatnot just by not being fully concentrated um that's something that we brought him in for like i understand if he's not defensively um defensively sound because we knew what we were getting when we signed him when we signed up to get him right we knew what 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 he was we knew what kind of player he was but the offensive side of the game it hasn't really 
flourished as much as I would have hoped so far, right? I think that's pretty fair to say. And honestly, a lot of the players that Tree Living has gotten have not really worked out as of yet, right? I know Domi, I, I know these guys have, it's only game nine, but, and, and they but have- it's already game nine. Yes, exactly. Like, we're, we're going to be one more game and we're one-eighth of the way through the season, right? We're, we're almost a month done. Um, and, and they are progressing, but it's just not enough. I haven't seen enough out of them. It, and it's really, really, really disappointing to see. I, I'm just not happy with 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 what I've seen so far. Do, do you like what are your thoughts on, on the, the pickups that we've had and, and how they've like progressed, I guess, like so far in the season? Bold of you to use the word progression there. Um, which is kind of a statement in and of itself, right? Like, I don't think I'll, I, if you're watching this or if you're listening to this, um, you probably you might like a couple of the names that were brought here in terms of like the actual letters in the alphabet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we were all pretty jazzed when Max Domi was signed. We didn't think that it was going to be, you know, what his dad is. That's not what we expect. And if that's what you were expecting, sorry, you should have watched some pregame. Um, it's, I almost feel like disappointed isn't even accurate because it it's it's everything that we sort of unfortunately expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't think anybody at the beginning of the season after training camp was like, actually, I've changed my mind and this this is going to get us to the third round. Like, <laughs> I don't think that those conversations happened. I don't think they happened in living rooms. I don't think they happened over beers. I don't think they happened in the arena. Like, I don't think they happened at the Ford Performance Center where the Leafs practice. Like, it to say it hasn't been clicking is right. And, and unfortunately, I don't feel like the decisions that were made in terms of the pickups over the summer mm-hmm. were a, the right decision to make. And, and so in turn, I don't think I can be disappointed because this is, this is kind of what I was expecting to happen if, in terms of like it not working and it not connecting. Like, don't get me wrong. Justin Hall is a frustrating player, but like, I I don't I can't say that if you told me that we were going to sign John Klingberg for four million dollars, even though I don't know a lot about John Klingberg, I might have said I think I would actually rather keep Justin Hall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, and, yeah, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. No, please. No, yeah, like again, the same points. Like we, the problem that we had um, on our defense was again the offensive production or the the production in the offensive side of the game right sure. that's that's something we had an issue with and Klingberg was supposed to be a solution not the solution because obviously like his defensive game is just not there right um but offensively he should have been a a I, I guess like a stop or, or or he should have helped out in that sense right and so far he just has not worked out Domi though is a player that I am very disappointed in because this guy, like he had a good season last year, right? I I, I mean, he had uh, 
how many points it was uh 56 points last year and in the playoffs he was phenomenal for for dallas like he played really really good hockey i thought that maybe it would have taken him some time to get his feet under him maybe get going or whatnot obviously the pressure of playing in 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 the leafs market with his dad and whatnot right it's it's tremendous um but to not even be a quarter or or even a smidge of of what you showed last year is really really disappointing Bertuzzi this is another guy who was injured right he like you said at the beginning of the show he's making his ways to to step up and and get to that level that we saw him be last year right um I think I think of all of all of the people that were the three people that we're talking about because we're talking about three people yeah yeah I think in terms of like order of like who has the most still still you know potentially existing upswing yeah i still feel like bertuzzi is the top 100 i feel like domi is a five in the middle and klingberg is like chilling at a two you know what i mean like yeah. i now having said that how many lines has max domi now played on oh in nine he's played all over the place i like right. he's had no chances with everyone no consistency mm-hmm Right. Which uh, I don't know if we were going to talk about this, but someone actually already mentioned it in the chat. Um, I have. uh, Well, I don't know if we should talk about it now, but like go for it. The the whole blender situation where it all we do is mix stuff up. Mm -hmm. Very rarely is it longer is aligned together for more than a couple of games without some kind of change happening. Uh, Is tonight a good example of where. Toronto might actually low-key have a coaching problem in terms of like the inability of Keefe to make adjustments either again on the power play or you know not trying to do the dump and chase every time they get a zone entry like there was no adjustment which was a problem last year in the playoffs now again you know prefacing that by saying sure the Leafs got into the second round but then there was no adjustment made in the Florida series at all in mm. any way. And tonight there were no adjustments made at all in any way. I I think you have a solid point. And like last year, th- I think this year is completely different from last year. There's going to be a lot of people pointing parallels to the slump that the Leafs went on um, early in the season last year. And then how they turned it around um, through as the season went on, right? But mm-hmm. what you mentioned about the inability of Keefe to make changes uh, in the playoffs for us last year. I mean, let's be honest. Getting past that first round, getting past the Lightning, we did not deserve to win that series. No. We got no. lucky, right? We said that at the time. Exactly. And and if he, di- if he, he didn't win that first series, I mean, I'm willing to put the whole house on the, like that he would have been booted out. No matter what, he would be gone. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't be behind the the Leafs bench this season to start, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of questions with Keith at this point. I don't even know what you do because, like, Tree Lemon has so many areas that he needs to focus on. This defense is clearly not enough to win the the, the whole thing either right? That's that's something he has to work on. If he has to add in a coaching change, like. It's just so many aspects that that that's going wrong here for us, and I don't know how you can, um, 
how you can move around pieces and then also have a coaching change and expect them to be expect there to be some kind of consistency and expect the team to win right or play well right it's just a lot of different factors and if they were going to be making this coaching change this should have been done before the season started and it's disappointing that we're in this in, in the position that we are right now and who knows maybe we'll like in a couple weeks and a couple months will like he's the Leafs will be back to what they're playing normal right but again when it comes time to the playoffs making these quick changes is important and that's something like you said we haven't seen so far out of Keith, right it's an existing problem yeah right and um i don't i don't even know what like it's not uncommon for teams to to make coaching changes early in the season. It's not like that doesn't happen. It's not like it hasn't even happened on the Leafs. Okay. And having said that, uh, if you are just joining us, we are aware of the fact that the Leafs are now only five, three and one, like they're still in the top half of the league. But the problem is uh, they haven't really looked good all season. Yeah. Like, I mean, the first two games game... we won off of yeah. Patrick's. Let's remember that yes. too. Oh, for sure. And like the game against, uh, was it not the Habs? No, the Washington game where they got all those goals, mm-hmm. right? Even that game, that they looked pretty good. That's probably the best that they've looked. Yeah. But very few of the games that they've won this year have they deserved to win. Because a lot of the games, they're squeaking wins out, but they're playing like crap for 45 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it is because the, I don't think it's luck. I think it is the talent of the top players that are keeping Keith employed a, a little bit to some degree here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because if the if the if the Leafs have the Edmund, the start that the Edmonton Oilers do, how quickly do you think Keith is fired? Oh, he's gone. He's out of here. He's he would have been packed up <clears throat> way before this. This would have been the, the the this would have been the last game. And yeah, we like right. it, it would be horrible. It would be horrible. I feel bad for for the Oilers fans. At least they got that win over over Calgary. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. No, I mean it's it's crazy. I I don't see where they how they go about like even trying to fix this this whole thing. Um there's a lot of glaring holes uh in our lineup and Trilevin's gonna have a hard time trying to trying to get something going, try to get uh trying to fix this right yeah and again like i know that it's like a one game losing streak i see you in the chat we do watch this Mm -hmm. that's not the point it's not that they just lost tonight it's the fact that they've won games this season i'm not mad that they've won don't get me wrong right at the end of the year no one goes all except these two games at the beginning of the season you played like crap so let's take those points away it doesn't work like that but they're getting rewarded with wins after playing shitty games mm-hmm. and they played shitty to end the season and they kind of played kind of shitty leading up to the playoffs. And it's the same old song and dance as yeah. last year with the lack of ability to make adjustments and then over adjusting. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you lack even... of adjustments and then over adjusting. Exactly. And, and like, if you look back at, at all the other games throughout the season, I, I mean, a majority of them we've been outshot we've been outchanced and wool has just been standing on his head getting some fantastic saves i mean today he even had like two or three great saves it could have easily been six or seven goals um for the kings right this was yes. not wool's fault no and no. unfortunately i think that 
Keefe is probably going to give Samsonov a chance and he's probably going to bring him in for the Bruins game, even though this was not Wall's fault that they lost the game. No. Would I have liked him to have like a stop here or there? Yes. But the goals that, that occurred, I, I don't put on him at all. I mean, he's absolutely bailed us out. He should, I, I, I've chirped about this a, a lot, but he should be, he should have had like two or three shutouts so far. I mean, when he got brought in after, after Sammy let in three, he completely, like, he, he didn't let in a single goal. The next two games, he let in one goal each, and there were soft goals that, that, uh, that were not his fault, whether it, it be a defensive breakdown or whatnot. Wall has looked fantastic, and unfortunately, yeah. this is a situation where the team let him down, and yes. it's, it's, an, it's, tell me if, I, if I'm not repeating myself, like, year in, year out. How many times yeah. do we have to talk about this? That the team at just least, lets at least, them uh, down. At least seventy-three more. Yeah. Actually, we're only on game nine, right? And that's you said something just now that I thought about earlier. Um, like I don't put tonight's loss on wool. I don't. Let's t- like right. Let's just go through the goals really quick. So the England goal—that's like a ridiculous. Like okay, that's just bad luck. Geo, don't be stupid. The Phil no goal—that's uh, like a defensive. You know. Uh, Reeves hurt itself in its confusion that goal yeah. and then uh, the Cali of goal which is from distance that's one where maybe you want Wool to ha- save it yeah that was a power play goal yeah yes. that, that was a power play goal but and nice goals escape and he had it for more than a second right that is fair and then, yeah and then going down to the Kempe goal was uh, it was a bad it was a bad play by William Lagason who tried to pass John Klingberg who can't get the puck out of the Leafs zone to save his life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And so the, it turns over and then Kempe scores because of him flirting the net. Like, do you want him to have that one? Okay, but again, like, so two of those are on really terrible defensive breakdowns. Yeah. And now Lilligren was back tonight, thank goodness. He wasn't actually injured last game. Uh, it was just seemed like it was, you know, a, a thing where you end the game a little early for Timmy Lilligren, but he's back playing tonight. He was okay, uh, but like, if this is what our goal, if this is what our defense looks like, like at the best of times when only one defenseman on our team is on the team is down, like what happens in the playoffs when all of a sudden you're down two defensemen? Then you have William Legison and I don't know, Topi Niamala. And that's, uh, mm, that's not great for me. Mm-hmm. And not when they're playing like this. And you can't, what you said before that, you made another great point. And it's like, you can't, we like the Leafs didn't score until 11 minutes to go in the third period. You can't win a game by scoring zero goals. Mm-hmm. You can't, it doesn't work that way. And they, they weren't able to get any, there was a couple of really good shots, but mm, guess what? Posts don't count in this league. Exactly. And there were a couple of missed opportunities, but again, a lot of those missed opportunities were because people were passing too far off the stick or too far into the skates or too far off of, where the person was standing, like there was one, I think that there was a power play opportunity with Tavares where he passed it to Austin Matthews, but he was too close to the goal and he missed it and stretched. And then the Mm -hmm. Kings get it and they go the other way and it creates an opportunity. Now they didn't let up a shorthanded goal. Okay. Good job. (laughs) But the whole thing is, is all of those decisions don't like, sure. It's only game nine, but like it's, it it still matters and those habits are still here 10 games in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. after a preseason yeah exactly exactly uh, and and one thing i do want to point out I, I know a couple guys are talking about how the offense has been 
all right compared to the defense and and the uh and the goaltending um I kind of want to focus on our top line because I'm a little bit concerned at this point. I know the numbers look all right, but a lot of the points that they're getting are on the power play and not on five on five hockey. So like I'm looking at Matthews, right? He's at seven goals this this season. Looks great on paper. I mean, nine or seven goals in nine games. But again, three of those goals or six of those goals in the first two games. And in the past, uh, in the past four games, his his assist uh one of his assists was a power play assist the other goal was a power play goal so he has only two points um on five on five hockey or with while mm-hmm. playing five on five hockey and then we look yep. at marner who on uh, in four games um he, all of his points other than his one goal against dallas on the the 26th were all power play uh power play points like this is mm-hmm. this is a a line that was clicking, but currently is not really clicking on five on five hockey. And oh, spoiler alert, hockey is played five on five. You can't expect to be on, on on a power play the majority of the game. And especially, I mean, I, I hate talking about the the playoffs all the time because we, we got to focus on on the games. Because it's and, October 31st. exactly. <laughs> you want to focus on the games on hand, but sure. penalties are gonna dry up focus on trying to get something going on five and five hockey right yeah it, mm-hmm. like is it just me i feel like they, they've been nope. kind of non-existent in five on five no you're not taking crazy pills they haven't been good and part of that is because they aren't they can't play defensively well at five on five the last couple games mm-hmm. like there were way more opportunities that nashville got last game than they should have like i don't like it's so hard it's so hard to figure out because there was a lot of turnover this summer in terms of personnel on the Leafs. Yeah. And so much of that is so visible right now. Like last year, you didn't have to worry about the Leafs. Like if they got the puck in their own end, for the most part, they would get it out. And now it's like, not only can we barely get the puck, we're usually turning it over in our own end before we can clear it again. Like it takes us getting the puck back at least a couple times in order for us to actually get it out of our zone, which is something that last year and the years before that was not nearly as much of a problem as it is now. And that's why, yeah, sure. It's only game nine, but the alarm bells are louder now. Mm-hmm. It's more noticeable. Mm-hmm. They're playing worse. They're not taking steps forward. They look worse as a team, as a whole, as a unit, line per line, player per player, than they did last year. Even at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. even on that terrible California road trip. <laughs> like maybe we have to, and like maybe this is just just gaslighting ourselves, right? Like maybe you and I, after this is done, maybe not because we have to go to bed. Maybe tomorrow, like. We go back and we watch some game overs from the early season last year to see what our takes were like, because I can't help but feel like it's worse right now than it was then. And we have a better starting record for the season, but we're more panicked. And I don't think that it's unjustified. You know what's also bad? Um you're right in terms of their like so far, I mean, it has been worse to start start off the season, let's be honest. Um but what also frustrates me and scares me is the fact that a lot of the complaints, a lot of the issues that we are having or that we're seeing so far are similar things that we've echoed last year, right? What yeah. is there to, to say that, they, why would you believe that there is going to be a change in, in how they perform if we're, we're constantly nailing the same issues 
over and over and over and over again. Why? I think like, the answer is just blind stupidity. Exactly. Because, I mean, like, look at the last season when we when we got knocked out, right? We were calling for some significant change in the roster, in our, um, in our coaching staff and whatnot. But I'll be frank, a lot of that has been... Um, has been forgotten because of the Dubas firing. Realistically, our top four is 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 still the same guys. We were thinking about about maybe swapping one of the guys, moving some people or whatnot, trying to see a different look with with our team. And I I don't think that this team is is drastically that different from what we've seen in previous years. I mean, there there's different faces. They may play slightly different. But everything goes through these top four guys. And if they're not scoring, if they're not playing up to their potential, the team can't perform. You know who has been playing really well, though? Uh-huh. John Tavares. <laughs> That's like, his fifth goal of the season, I think, he right? He's Mr. Consistent. Uh-huh. Mr. Consistent. You know, like, you know what you're going to get with him. Is he the fastest player? No. But... He, I don't know how many times this season I have seen him make a bad read, a bad pass choice, anything like that. Like, and that's it. it, Don't get me wrong, it's a good thing that our captain is the most consistent player. That is a good thing. But boy, it's awful to watch the rest of them just try so hard to force magic. Like, there was one play tonight, I don't even know who it was because at this point, I was just hate watching. (laughs) at one point one of our players he had the puck on his on like on his forehand or on his backhand and put it through his legs to his forehand and it was like there was no reason to try and do that and he lost position right away it led to a scoring chance the other way and it was like why are you trying to be fancy right now like now is not the time to be doing like your 360 windmills and all of these like i don't want to see shit that I could see on like a chell game. I don't want to see like you passing the stick, the puck off your own skate to yourself. Like I don't want it. I want, I just would like some consistency, some Mm -hmm. actual consistent effort, some smart past decisions. Like I don't need all of the song and dance. Okay. I, you, it's like, there's a quote for, there's a great quote from a movie that says, um, you know, you're creme brulee, okay? You're this fancy thing. But maybe what you don't need is creme brulee. What you need is jello. And creme brulee can't be jello. And how they're playing right now, they're trying to be this fancy thing. And you just need to play a different style. And it just seems like they can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I actually just looked up uh, JT's stats, right? And the last five games, like we were just talking about uh, about five on five versus power play goals and whatnot, right? Um, he's had one, two, three, three of his four goals in the past five games are on five on five hockey. Yep. Uh, and then one, two, three, four, uh, five of his uh, yeah. Five, four of his goals on, on five, four of the five goals are on five are on five and five hockey. This is a guy who you know exactly what you're getting out of him, and he performs all like in the areas as that you advertised. want to perform in. Exactly, he performs as advertised. Yeah. Um, now, guys, uh, there's 116 people watching. Uh, thank you guys all for joining in on this 
pretty late episode on a sad sad game you guys are welcome to the great fest yeah you guys are absolutely the best if you guys haven't already make sure you click the like button uh, we're just going to be ready to to start up our um uh, our presser so if you guys have any questions be sure to drop them below we're going to be answering all of them whatever takes that you have Throw it down there because yep. boy, oh boy, we all need some therapy after today's game. <laughs> Absolutely. In the meantime, should we talk about uh, something pleasant? Like yes. The Mount Rushmore? Uh-huh. Go for it. So, Go for it. I like this question. Harnish, since we haven't done this and all of the other SDPN shows at some point have done this, uh-huh. I want to know your Mount Rushmore, so your four favorite mini bars to get for Halloween. What are your What are your top four? They don't have to be in like one to four it can mm-hmm. be any order, but I want to know your top four. Okay, so I am a big caramel guy. I okay. love caramel with all of my chocolates. So Mars bars, 10 out of 10. The best. Absolutely my favorite chocolate bar. I'm not even a big chocolate like guy. I will die for Mars bars. <laughs> wow. It, it, Have they you are... had a deep fried Mars bar? No, no. Is that oh. a Sienna Ethan? Oh my god! No, 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 no! Oh, oh my gosh, Parnish, <laughs> you're gonna lose your mind. You can get it at like Fat Bastard Burrito. They just have them on the menu. Oh really? Yes. It's like four bucks. Oh my gosh! All right, I'm going Please. tomorrow. I'm it, going tomorrow. Yes. Oh my gosh! But if you do, <laughs> here, no. Here's what we should do. When are we streaming together next? Oh, uh, I have no idea. But you want to? You, you want to like, get it for Uber the stream? Eats one. You should like Uber I am eats down. one and eat it on stream. Okay, okay, okay. I'll write that down. I am so down. Okay, yeah. Write it. Put it on your notes. <laughs> I okay, love so the first Mars. thing that came to my mind was CNE deep fried. <laughs> that is a thing that they've done, but yeah. Mars bars is like you can literally get them at burrito stores. Yeah. So Mars bars, Snickers. Um, okay. So oh, sorry, Mars not Snickers. Bar- sorry, 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 sorry. Mars bars, Twix. Um, yes. Uh, uh, Kit Kat, and the Coffee Crisp. You got to go Coffee Crisp. I feel like that's a big staple. I love Coffee Crisp. What about you? What do you got? So. Uh, I am on uh, Team CJ here, and I believe Arrow is a very underrated chocolate bar. Just saying. So Arrow <laughs> is one of my is one of my four. Arrow is just milk uh, chocolate with like bubbles in it. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> simplicity is good. Right? Oh, oh, there you go. I love the connection like, to JT. I would rather eh? have I would rather have like an Arrow than a Mr. Big. Okay. Okay. Same. That's same. Me. Same. So Arrow, Reese peanut butter cups are like, I have a problem. Um, Those are good underrated and always forgotten but probably my favorite currently available chocolate bar is a wonder bar wonder bar if you get a good wonder bar they're perfect they are like mm, mm, yes i don't think i've ever tried then, a wonder bar oh honey <laughs> is that crazy i don't think yes. i've ever tried one <laughs> what do they look we like to, uh, we're gonna have like harnish's snack corner that's what we're you're gonna you and i need to have a bit and it's like harnish's snack corner <laughs> We'll yeah, I just looked it up. Deep fried Mars bar, and yeah, I've I've never seen this in my life. So yes, I am down for so that. We'll do, yeah, so this is going to be a thing. And then I'm actually on board with you with Twix. Ah, but there if you go. But if we're gonna just for just for kicks, my bonus answer is because I we didn't have any that were just like the sugary like gummy things. Uh-huh. I'm a Sour Patch Kid person. Oh, time. Sour Patch Kids are great. I love Solid. Skittles, dude. Starbursts. I've been uh. I've been munching on them way too much. Do you see these rappers? <laughs> these <Yeah>. poor kids. <laughs> I've been eating their starbursts <laughs> instead of giving it to them, and I feel horrible. But they're oh, so it's good. Fine. <laughs> they're much too good for children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, so let's get to some. Uh, 
let's get to some questions here. We got a couple. Mm-hmm. Where did this rank? Where did this loss rank in your Halloween losses? They haven't played like a Halloween game in a long time, isn't that right? Yeah. Well, I mean, last last season it was the day before Halloween. Right. Um, I think that this is not as bad as honestly, it's not as bad as last game purely because I was so confident that we were gonna win against Anaheim. I was so excited to have my like my banana costume out. I'm like, this is a team <laughs> that's lost seven in a, on the trot, um, and I was expecting us to win and. After losing a three to one lead, it crushed me. <laughs> Quite frankly, did it split? Did it split your banana? <laughs> yeah. Let's let, let let me pull up the picture again. That's okay, how I felt. Also, <laughs> beautiful. Also, so Kevin Papetti actually tweeted out earlier the last time the Leafs played on Halloween. Okay, what was the first? What was the top line? Did you see this earlier? What was the top line? Oh, You'll I have no do. idea. What what was it? When was it? JVR, Kadri, and Kamara. <laughs> Oh God! When was this? Like twenty six? What was this? Twenty fifteen? Twenty thirteen? Yeah. <laughs> what was our top pairing? What was our top defensive pairing? God, I'd like uh, Riley and uh, what's was it? Gardner? No. So both of those players played that night, but Gardner was with Fanuf. Uh huh. Still on. The oh, team. that was when Fanuf was still and there. Riley yeah, was yeah, on yeah. the second line. Uh huh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's that's a that's kind of nightmare fuel. I eh? thinking back to that, I, I'm happy that we're not in that era. <laughs> so to answer your question, this is the worst one in the last <laughs> decade because that other one was for nothing, but they sucked that year. So whatever. Uh, David W. Harnish and Lauren, do you see pressure building for a rebuild for the of the Leafs? Should they at any point the season drop ten or more points out of a playoff spot? Full rebuild? No. No way. I no think way. if they fall out of a playoff spot, then there is probably a coaching change and i would imagine that there would be some kind of major personnel change i.e uh someone or multiple people being traded including multiple rookies in order to try and salvage the season i don't think they go full rebuild i agree i agree um yeah there is no way you can completely rebuild i mean these guys are you gotta remember our kids are still like what 24 25 26 like they're yeah. still about to get into their they're still not like in their prime yet right uh there's still mm-hmm. a lot more that they can give but that being said like a hundred percent this is not going to be the same team that, that like we're, there's no way we're going to feel the exact same team anymore like if there's the going to be don't make so the many changes Imagine Leafs is the, if the Leafs don't make the playoffs. I think Shanny's gone and Keith is gone. Oh, I think she living stays. But if they don't make the playoffs, then like not to quote the yeah yeah yeahs, but heads will roll. Think about it. Like the only untouchable people in my mind is Matthews, Riley on that contract because that contract is yes. so sweet. Um, Marner's is not a is is not a shoe in. Tavares probably because nobody is gonna take him with like two no. more years on that that hit. Um, and they and, would be dumb to trade Nylander. Exactly, exactly. So, yep. but but like, <clears throat> there's only two untouchable guys in that situation at that point in my mind. Anyone uh, can go. The only people that I would say would be untouchable for me, and I can't believe I'm going to say this: Matthews, Tavares, Riley, Wall, Nylander. Mm, that's that's a good that's a good amount. I think Matthew Nyes. Matthew Nice too. <laughs> yeah, you no. can have Matthew Nice when you pry him from my cold, dead little hands. They're not 
<laughs> yeah, they look no. like they're glowing. My glow light is so bright, and I'm so pasty. I'm not wearing a ghost costume, everybody. This is literally just how pale I am. Like, <laughs> I look like I'm glowing. It's ridiculous. I'm surprised your eyes aren't burning from the light. <laughs> I, I hate having like the, the ring light on setting. me. You don't even want to know how bright it goes. If you if I shine this too light, bright, you can see what I ate for lunch. I checked earlier. <laughs> it's not right. It's not right. Uh huh. It's not. It's not right. All right. Well, are there any? Shall we? I think there's. Yeah, I think we've hit pretty much a lot of the questions out there. Um, any so chance Muzzin will retire but return as a power play coach? Uh he's already on the coaching staff, so I don't think we're gonna change him. And he wasn't like power play king. I mean, like the the Leafs are just gonna hire back all their yeah. <laughs> players and find a spot for them. Because I'm surprised Wayne Simmons hasn't already been hired as a coach. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. What is he just gonna coach Reeves? Is that it? Make sure you get yeah. a good hit here. Uh, throw some hands yeah. there. Let's give you some boxing lessons, like stuff like that, eh? The senior fighting school, because it'll be S. R. Simmons and Reeves fighting school. There we go. <laughs> And with that, let's go to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a long night. Thank you guys all for for staying up so late. It is eleven thirty on the dot. A late game. Yeah. Um, the Leafs unfortunately lose to the Kings terribly four to one. Yes, horribly. But we play the Bruins on thursday i believe. Yeah, Thursday. That's gonna be a really really fun game. Um, I quick. Who do you think starts starts in that? Wool or, or Samsonov? Samsonov. Samsonov, I agree. Yes. Um, we're going to be back on Thursday. Be sure you tune in for that. Again, everyone who stayed up, thank you so much. We love you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy the rest of your Halloween. Take some time off. And we will see you back on Thursday. Happy Good Halloween, night. everybody.